Our first reading comes from the classic creation story from our Hebrew ancestors, our ancestors through baptism in Christ Jesus. In it, we hear about the first humans in this place that God created, the Garden of Eden, where we are told why humans were created in the first place. The original intent was to till and keep the garden as the Lord directed. This is what service to the Lord God looked like in the beginning. Now, we can be pardoned if we can be initially concerned about this. We were created with intention and with purpose by the Almighty in order to serve. It can seem like a bit of a letdown. Humanity is the Lord's greatest creation, by all accounts, the most complex set of systems ever knit together into a living being, and all we're supposed to do is serve? We see from the story that in this beginning, humans were given everything. God was very particular about what was to happen and the location of that activity. And then imagine what that must have been like, direct access, direct content with the Almighty God, walking in the cool of the evening. And what happened? We wanted that thing that was off limits. Everything else we had, but we wanted that thing that was off limits. And we can almost hear them create the first excuse ever told to God. But it was so shiny, and it seemed good for food, and it was supposed to make one wise. Reminds me of children when they get caught doing something against the will of their parent. First comes the excuse, then comes the blaming, right? It was a failure. Perhaps in the sense that humanity simply was not ready. Maybe we didn't have the will to follow the directions of God, the simplest of directions. Don't go there. Now, we don't know the daily activities of either God or Adam and Eve. Genesis is not a diary, but it's clear that there was a very close bond between the three for some time, God and Adam and Eve. And then things changed. Maybe being complex and over-engineered as a human being isn't the same thing as being experienced. What we pull from the Eden story is that We don't always know what is good for us, and that's true. All we have to do is flick on the television, and we see this in abundance. But maybe humans need more and specific experience in recognizing the pitfalls that come with endeavoring to obey God. Lent is valuable for us because it exposes how easily we can be fooled as human beings. How simple it is to talk ourselves into making the most terrible and far-reaching decisions 
if we have not the experience to recognize the thought and behavior patterns that do not enhance our bond with the Almighty. For us to work at our best as a people of God, I offer to you that we have to be free of our past. We can't be continually going back over and replowing the same ground. Free of the past. We must be trained for the present. We have to gain some kind of experience with what comes at us on a daily basis so we can do better, so we can glorify God. And we need to be prepared for change in the future. Nothing stays the same. Not our friends, not our family, not ourselves, not our health, not our jobs. Nothing stays the same. And so to be unprepared for change doesn't do us well. This grouping of skills and experiences and mindsets simply weren't in the possession of Adam and Eve. And it's precisely here that we come to our Lenten purpose. Lent at St. Michael actually encompasses various opportunities to be free from the past, to be trained for the present, and to be prepared for the future. It's through these invitations of repentance and going through the various offerings, like listening to the Lenten podcasts, participating in the Bible studies. It's here that we begin to feed our souls and prepare ourselves for the simple ups and downs of living as a people of God. St. Michael provides us with so many ways to keep that serpent from taking us unawares to places that do not glorify God. Is it foolproof? No, no. In this wonderful and also concerning way, we are knit together by God. There is always room for us to step in the wrong direction. We see this from the beginning. And yet when we get it wrong, we can have the practice and the experience to confidently find our way back to the Father and begin again. A fresh start. See, as God's mission for the world has grown from Genesis until now in 2020, we also have grown as the people of God. We have been gifted with Jesus Christ who came to save us, frankly, from ourselves. We have a robust community of faith here at St. Michael. We actually have the means to be much more than simply spiritual children buffeting by the changes and chances of life. Being part of this community means that we have opportunities to grow up in the spiritual life, to be spiritual adults. Lent at St. Michael is an invitation to practice our way past the obvious potholes of life and move into a life of joyful service and love. All for one thing, the scriptures give this to us, 
so that all would know and make him known in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So here's the danger. Man, please don't leave this chapel with your heart downcast. Never be convinced that the adventure and discovery of going deeper with God during this season is a bore or some kind of drudgery. Let me assure you, it is not. With repentance comes enlightenment and clarity. Use it. Take this season to press into your discipleship. You'll hear this over and over again. Press into your discipleship. Wherever your spiritual journey has brought you, let me assure you, there is so much more. You cannot plumb the depths of God. But life here in St. Michael gives us a pretty good boost towards that. Let St. Michael love and support you in this season of Lent. Take advantage of it. Go deeper. Experience the joy of searching for God.